That's right. You don't even know what's happening. Our listeners don't know what's happening. This is a goddamn surprise. We've jumped out of the closet right now. We are that we are that black cat in the horror movie that provides for a cheap scare. Oh, a jump scare. A jump scare. We'll cover that in a future episode. <laughs> but <laughs> at I, length. <laughs> you you and I have been preparing this little surprise episode for a while. When are we gonna do it? We knew we had the the interview in the in the hopper, but when are we gonna do it? And lo yeah. and behold. Prepare sounds a bit strong. Strong like bull? <laughs> strong like bull. <laughs> <laughs> lo and behold, not only do we have a Wednesday that falls on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. But Hanukkah is still happening, and I think Kwanzaa may be just right around the corner as well. So this is a gift for, well, at least, you know, three people, three types of people, three three, s- three celebrators. Oh, God. There's nothing makes me happier than just sitting quietly yeah. and watching you talk yourself into a cul-de-sac. Nothing makes me happier. Just yeah, keep keep talking. Yeah, Do you keep think, using words. Put, I, let those sentences pile up one <laughs> upon the other in a haphazard fashion that leads to a cul-de-sac. <laughs> Wonderful. That's a gift. That was a gift to me. Thank you. Do you think we have any listeners that celebrate all three holidays? That would be very cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, like, like Christmas, Hanukkah, cool and for them. Kwanzaa. Yeah, good, cool for them. I mean, it's just, it's, it's three times the magic. Doesn't Kwanzaa always start the day after Christmas? Doesn't it always start on Boxing Day? I'm going to say yes, but most importantly, maybe not most importantly, but inquiring minds want to know, like us Americans here, excuse me, I got like some gas going on. Us Americans want to know, what the good fuck is Boxing Day? Like, why are you punching people? The day after Christmas, or is Boxing Day the day where you wake up and you say, you know what, a bunch of people got me stuff I don't want, I'm going to rebox it and send it back. <laughs> no, you you do have to hold on to them for, for 364 days oh. and uh, give them away the following Christmas Eve. What, now, so Boxing what Day is, is traditionally yeah. St. Stephen's Day is December 26th. St. Stephen. It's, it's always just been another chance to enjoy the holiday. You know, Christmas Day is is one day that some people spend, I think, three months planning for. Okay. Then it's gone in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Why not have an unofficial second day? But why call Box- it Boxing Day? Like, what's the what's the what does boxing <sighs> signify? So, so I I think this answer is apocryphal, but it's it's the one my wife discovered because obviously. A, she's American, and B, she's Jewish. And so she really wondered what I was bringing to the table <laughs> yes. with Boxing Day. And so mm-hmm. she she looked it up on the Google machine. Mm-hmm. And it seems, and like I say, I think this is an apocryphal answer. It seems that the day after Christmas was the day the rich boxed up their leftovers oh. and distributed them to the poor. Ah. Yeah, almost no part of me believes any of that to be true. Really? Why not? I mean, that, that actually kind of makes sense. The rich would probably why, think they're... De- right? It seems awfully tidy. It seems like a very tidy bowl on top of Christmas. Mm. I, I don't... I'm, I it's have a too tidy for you. Oh, right? I see. So I'm sure ah. boxing is con- connected to something completely different that's been lost in the annals of time. But I will say this, and this surprises me, when I see how extreme Christmas mm-hmm. has now become. Like like we always say, you, you know. Extreme Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the only way to fight a war. And, <laughs> and and the fact that you know people do spend three months building up for one day. And I, I've always said it, my mother, my mother would spend 364 days looking forward to Christmas. It's her absolute favorite day of the year. Wow. That makes sense. She's not alone at all. I mean, it's a magical time of year. Do you know as recently as the year you were born, Christmas was not a holiday in Scotland? Shut up. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Surely yeah. Jesus was around for, you know, more than, you know, 1,973. I mean, he died 1,973 years before I was born. 
No, my parents would tell me. Yeah, Christmas never even used to be a day off for them. You'd, you'd go to work on Christmas Day. And nobody thought anything of it. I yeah. think your mom has been pulling your leg. <laughs> She's like, "Will is my boy this stupid that he'll believe that? Surely he <laughs> is because at age, you know, 48, however old you are, uh, you're still spewing this story. So why are we here? So we are here because we have a gift, an end of year <laughs> gift for people. Now, you and I, Jason, were in the Netherlands. We were at Maltstock, and we, for the very first time, met someone who has been a great supporter of the podcast, the good Megan Murdoch. Megan is an amazing supporter of ours and has a remarkable backstory. She does. As she described it to us, I, I have a hard time getting my head around it. She has done a lot of things in a lot of different countries. And yeah. currently, as a non-Scottish, non-British woman, finds herself production manager at a distillery in the Scottish Highlands. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> it's very cool. It's remarkably yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, now, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is a wrinkle. There's a wrinkle. But it's a little because wrinkle. here you are, here we are. Here we're, we are. We're, in, we're in the Netherlands. We're at Maltstock, and mm-hmm. in the center of the venue where where Maltstock takes place, there are all these tables, and they're known as the share tables. And everybody brings a bottle or two to the share table, put a little name tag on it, and says, "Jason brought this. Jonathan brought this. Megan brought this." Jess brought this, etc. And what's nice is he goes, oh, that's an interesting independent bottle. Ooh, that's an old Dusty. Oh, that's a bourbon I've never heard of. You know, whatever it is. And it's then a fun there's, table. Right? And then there's this bottle that has clear liquid inside <laughs> and, and this big sort of infinity thing happening on the label. And I saw that it was, it was Megan's bottle. Now, her distillery is predominantly producing clear spirits. And she brought with her this vodka. Now, normally, I, seeing a clear liquid, unless it said mezcal on it, or maybe tequila on it, I'm going to pass that by. But because Megan's name is on it. Exactly. I said, you know what? I've got to try this out. She's been a supporter of ours. She seems like a really interesting person. Let's see what this is all about. And so I poured a little bit, and I was instantly wowed. And what do you think wowed me, Jason? What do we look for? Yes. The texture was off the charts. Now, a lot of vodka producers are going to um, create texture by the addition of glycerin within their distillate, right? Mm. And that is not how Glenrinus, which is who Megan is with, uh, establishes their texture. This is through distilling. This is through fermentation. This is just straight up, we're making a good product. And it became this lovely little sipper. And so it was really nice to say, Oh, you know what? I really like her. Oh shit! She brought a vodka. What if I hate it because I'm not a <laughs> vodka drinker? And it turns out, oh wait a second! I really liked it because there was good texture there. There was actually some flavor going on, and it became this good little sipper that I thought helped our conversation along quite a bit. Well, and there was good buzz around it as well. As once we started saying to people, "Did you?" try that vodka they would say yeah welcome to the game man (laughs) yeah right yeah like Like, what took you so long to get here (laughs) a lot of us are talking about that vodka on that sharing table and it was it was really good and to be at a place like Maltstock and have there be buzz around a vodka really speaks to the quality of it it really does yeah and really you know partly we want to speak to Megan because she has become a good friend partly we want to speak to her She's a, a good, good producer. And then partly we're at Maltstock and there's buzz around the thing that she produces. Mm. It was it was 
a really good meeting point yeah. for what I think was a lovely little conversation with her. It was, and, and it was a shorter conversation, uh, but we thought, why not let that be the fun little holiday gift Absolutely. to our listeners? Absolutely. So the plan here is to hand it over to to Megan and, and you and, and I in that conversation, and then just take off from there, and happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, a joyous and peaceful Kwanzaa to everybody, and... Fuck, man. We'll see you next year. That's it. Cheers. All right. Cheers to that. This is what I need to tell you. And it's Megan. It's Megan. Right? Yep. That's a very I unusual name. I like the fact name. it's pronounced as it's spelled. Yeah. Yes. It's M7Es <laughs> and then a G, then a H, then an A, then an N. People and, often uh, call me Meehan. With the a last me- name of? Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Paul McKinnon Murdoch. So the microphone a. needs to be here. A. Well, not there. My name no, is McKinney Murdoch. Yeah, McKinnon Murdoch. So, Megan Murdoch. Yes. So earlier on, I was looking at the table, and I saw this bottle of clear wicket, clear mm. liquid. <laughs> and wicked I, liquid. Wicked. <laughs> and, and I'm with um, our good... Cheers. My good friend. I'm here with... Uh, with with Jess Lomas, yes, I will. <laughs> that was um, you were choking on water, right? And she had said, she said, "Oh, that's that's Megan's vodka." And I said, "Well, well yeah. I have to try it." And I'm not excited about anything other than whiskey. Like I like rum. I like. I should let me. I'm usually not excited about anything other than malt whiskey. So I'm not usually excited about... I like some rum. I like a bit of bourbon. Mezcal. I like... I love... Me, I do oh, love mezcal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have I like some yet. gins. But vodka has never been my thing. I know. Well, it's not anybody's thing. you're Megan. I know. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're a nation member. And you've... You've reached out to us many times on, uh, regarding the podcast, and I know you know you're you're with Glenrinnis Distillery, and I said, well, I have to try this, and so nosing it, I got what I expected. I yes. said, very clean. I, I think I think you kind of hope for a, a a cleanly a clean quality in in vodka. You would hope. And then when I took a sip, the texture. I know. Because you're blew, texture guys. I'm a, we're texture <laughs> guys. We are texture guys. The texture blew my mind. I know. Like it was soft and oily and chewy and enjoyable. And there's a there was flavor there. There's a fruitiness there that was so very welcome, so very welcoming. Yes. And but in a very neutral way. I mean, in a, in a neutral to, way. Yeah. But but there is also for for someone who wants to find a bit of flavor. They're going to find it. For someone who wants to mix it with something, they're going to find that end product cocktail, whatever it is, is going to be a very pleasant yes. cocktail. And and so I'm really curious to hear the, the story behind your vodka. I, know, I understand that you do a gin as well. Yes. But like... Jason and I know fuck all about vodka. Oh, yeah. so less, less than fuck all. Less, less than fuck all? <laughs> less. So talk to us, please. What's but the secret of vodka, Megan? The secret, well, again, like I'm not a vodka connoisseur. As you know, I'm whiskey. Like whiskey is a huge thing in my life. Um, but this distillery, it was a family-owned distillery. They were doing organic, which is really big for me. And I was running an organic distillery down in London. And I connected with these guys, and they were like, you know, we just started doing work together. And again, vodka is n- not my forte per se, but I know, I know that this. Vo- I've spent my life in spirits mm. and wine and beer. I know that this vodka is fantastic, it's and it's fantastic. not just because you know we made it. it it's it's really good. <laughs> like mm. when you get people like Billy or numerous other people that have come up to visit and they taste it and everybody says I'm not a vodka person I'm not a vodka person <laughs> but they're like wow this is really good yeah. and it is so like, why, I know. So why, why is it so good all modesty aside yeah. why is it so good 
I believe that the recipe and the way that it has been created is is why it's so good. Okay, so given that we know nothing about vodka, okay. and I cannot in a million years work out what a vodka ingredient list or vodka recipe is, yeah. even if you don't want to name this exact recipe, what is a vodka recipe? What what do those look like? Well, I mean, I mean, most of them it's just anything of agricultural origin, really, mm. right? Okay. That you can make a, a vodka from. Okay. You can grains, potatoes, whatever it is. But this particular one is a blend of eighty percent malted barley, twenty percent malted wheat. Okay. All right. And that's the that's the mash. Okay. Oh. And that mash turns into a wort. The wort comes out. And then there's added the Saccharomyces pastorianus, which okay. is a lager yeast yeah, for yeah. all, oh, you know, right. whatever. And then after that, as soon as that fermentation begins, there's unmalted crushed wheat seeds added. And then another type of yeast called Un- it's Saccharomyces biennis. Pause, pause, put a bit in it. Unmalted wheat. Crushed wheat seeds. What the heck? So you've got... Malted wheat seeds yeah. in the original recipe, yeah. but then you have crushed unmalted in the fermentation. Interesting. And wow. why? Yeah. It it builds like the, I think this is why it is has the mouthfeel in in the wine industry. We you have something called lees stirring. Mm-hmm. So you stir the lees, and you can take a sauvignon. Like uh, there's a, a company called Amania. Chilean Sauvignon that comes to mind from my past in the wine industry and they would do a straight Sauvignon Blanc and they would do a Sauvignon Blanc that was Lee stirred yeah. and the difference between them phenomenal Whoa. Really? like seriously humongous difference okay. and I believe that it's that because the whole lot of that will then go into the still and be distilled Okay. so you've got the wheat seeds the yeasts and all of that stuff that gets distilled and there's just something there that rounds it out and yeah. makes it fabulous. <laughs> so, okay, I, I want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. So you're taking 80% malted barley, 80% malted wheat. You're, you, you can do 80 and 80. Sorry, no, 80% <laughs> malted barley, 20% malted wheat, <laughs> yes. and then you're fermenting that. And then before you move, move the fermentation to distillation, no, you're... No, no, it's actually What's, at, like, so you take wort... Yeah. And you know, like, as soon as you add yeast to a wort, yeah. bam. Boom. Yes. Yeah. Instantaneous fermentation, yeah. yes. pretty much, right? Yeah. So at the same time, you're adding crushed, unmalted wheat. So it just all goes in to the fermentation, huh. and then it goes, bum, does bum, its bum, thing bum, bum, bum. for, like, Puts, five guess. to seven days. Puts, okay. And then the whole lot goes into the still. Okay. Okay. So, so we're familiar with Catoctin Creek Distilling Company. They talk about fermenting with... Uh, their rye, and then they will put solids and wort into their still. And so you're talking oh. about the exact same thing. I get. I mean, I guess solids will go into that yeah, still. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay. And I think there's lots of people who do the solids thing. Yeah, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. You just don't hear it a lot in Scotland, where solids make it into stills, no. even if it's vodka, even if it's gin. Yeah. No, okay. no, not in Scotland, but right. Yeah. We're like the renegades. I know, right? There's <laughs> like other countries do it differently from Scotland, but I have a hard time getting my head around We're that. The, I mean, it's a very Scottish place, a very Scottish family, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not, yeah. So, so how long is your fermentation time before you go to distill it? In between five and seven days. Okay. I mean, depending okay. on how, I mean, you know, fermentation weekend. is... Yeah. Does it depend oh, no. on weekends, work Nothing, shifts? No. We work all the time, no matter what. Okay. I mean, we're not constantly producing at the moment, right? Yeah. We're, yeah. we're in our early stages. But if we had to stay a weekend because the fermentation, we would definitely do it. Gotcha. Because gotcha, it's gotcha. about smelling it, tasting it, yeah. making sure everything's okay. I would never want a fermentation to be by itself for an entire weekend, unless it was at the mm. very beginning. Yeah. But I, yeah, I'd probably still check on it personally. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how did Ben Rinnis get into the vodka business? Glenn Rinnis. Glenn <laughs> it's okay, because we're at the foot of Ben Rinnis, so it's okay. totally understandable. That, that, that's kind of what I understood <laughs> from the graphics and all of that. So, okay. So okay. that, yeah, that's Ben Rinnis there. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. It okay. was. This is a family that has an organic uh, beef and sheep farm. Okay. It's I think between I don't know six thousand acres. 
in Scotland. And they wanted to diversify. And Alex's mom, who's very much into organic, like every, that's why they are organic. Yeah. They began, I think it was 2001 that they started, the, whole, the family began doing the whole organic thing. Oh, wow. And they, like, she lives it. Like, we actually ran into her at the Holden Barrett Organic Store in Elegant <laughs> the other day. We're like, hey, nice. what are you doing? But yeah, so that's where it began. And then it was like, what can we do? Like, but they didn't want to do whiskey because they're in, I mean, you're in the middle of Scott, like Speyside, right? Everybody's doing whiskey. Everybody's doing whiskey. Yeah. So their whole concept was like, we don't want to do whiskey. We want to do white spirits. Mm. And it's actually been really cool because there are a thousand, maybe like hundreds of thousands of people working in the whiskey industry in Speyside. Not all of them actually like whiskey. Uh-huh. Right? Mm. It's true. Scotland is a vodka country. And no, but you got you. People are like, woo, gin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We want to come to visit this story. Yeah. It's been amazing. Like the, the community has been amazing. Wow. And so how long have you been there? I've personally been there. I went up there in May of 2018. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so just a bit over a year yeah. now then. Okay. But I started with the company in 2017. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Because remember I was living in Thailand? That's how I met you guys. Yes, yes. Podcast. yeah, that's yes. right. So yeah. that's why I spent my whole time. I was doing my distilling exam, so I was listening to you guys, okay. trying to learn. Yeah. Brilliant. Cool, yeah. As we undid all the knowledge you were trying to gain. No, you were like reinforcing all of it. It was amazing. (laughs) Jason Josh has said it's done this way. So, okay, uh, let's, if you don't mind, I want to get, so now now we've created a wart, or a wash, I'm sorry. We've created a wash. Yes, well, it depends. You created a wort, and then yeah, and then you created a wort. Fermentation. Yeah. No, I know. I used the, the wrong wash. word. I used the wrong word, okay. Jason <laughs> and Megan. It depends where you were. It depends where you were. I didn't know where you wanted to go there, but so. <laughs> so ne- give them no, <laughs> right. give them no opportunities. To Fermentation back up. has ended. Yeah. How's that? Okay. We have. Oh, like that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, it's wash. That's your wash. Yeah, that's, that's your, your wash. Okay. okay so <laughs> the wort has been fermented. <laughs> yeah, which is now wash. Yeah. And now Clear we're at mud. the point of distillation. Yes. Can you can you talk about distillation with vodka and how that may differ from what what you're looking for in distillation with vodka? As in different from well, basically As because in. we have two columns. Okay. So with our gin, we only use the one column. Ah. And we open up the bottom two plates so that that drains down and there's just the reflex to the top. But with the two with vodka, it's the two columns. So you kind of have, it's actually a really, it's been interesting because I, it, it's, it's quite a struggle when you're trying to get it, these two columns in balance. And mm. basically you have to, you have to go very slow. You have to heat up the first column, make sure like everything's going like this. And then it goes to the second column. And if you've jacked that up too much, you're going to go too far here and then you'll get ah, spirit over okay. and you don't want that. So it's just kind of like this gradual, like... <laughs> right, and then you go into the second yeah. column and you do the same thing. Yeah, and if it and, and it is a balance, like you have okay. to balance it out, and then that's when once you've got balance on both columns, then you can work on getting the spirit out. Interesting. So, oh, go ahead. You go ahead. So, is the same wash going into both columns, or is something being distilled? It's the vapor in one column and then going into a second. It is the so the stills doing its thing. It's the yeah. same with whiskey. It's exact, exactly the okay. same thing, but you've yeah. got the two the two columns. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Professionalism is happening over here. <laughs> Come on, Brendan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good I can to see feel you staring into my ear. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that, that's it. Okay. All right. So forget where we were now because you yeah. interrupted. There we go. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you. So. So. Most people don't know anything about vodka. I, I I think that may be a fair statement. And if I've if I have offended anyone who's listening to this podcast, I do apologize. But quite often you see distilleries say, "Ooh, we're five times distilled. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, we're yeah, seven yeah, times yeah, distilled. Yeah. Ooh, 
we have distilled with aliens and yeah. we have put it in an we alien's skull. <laughs> and hello, Dan Aykroyd. I love all of your movies. And so, so talk to us about like, is is that you're you're distilling in a column, so you're putting it through various plates. Yes. I mean, can we talk about twenty plates? Twenty okay. plates. In so total. so are you able to say twenty times distilled or no. like how well, does I that guess sort of speaking sell? you could because yeah. every plate is a minor it's a tiny little distillation, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. And these are one of the things like I'm not a vodka, I've never made vodka before. Like this is my first stint at it. Right. I've done I I did a I was running a distillery down in London. We had a pot still. But like this is our first foray this is my first foray into vodka. But like doing it and I've learned so much doing this. It's right. incredible. Okay. Hmm. But it, they are. They are. I mean, you wouldn't say 20 times, but literally it is 20 yes. times distilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, actually. Yeah. Because there's basically the vapor is coming up. And this is something that I, because I did my WSCT and, you know, I'm watching like the slides and I'm like, fuck, I have no concept. Like, what mm. the hell is happening there? And it, for the life of me, up until really recently, it's only now really kind of sinking in what's happening. Yeah. Yep. So you've got the plates, and it's coming up. The vapor is coming into there, right? Yeah. And it's hitting that first plate. So some of it's going, you know, it's like, okay, we're not, we're not quite ready. Not ready. Yeah. And then, but some of it's like, no, and it goes to the second plate, and then it just keeps doing that. <laughs> so. No, the return of the end. No, I was just kidding. That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of Rassi um, Distillery. Yeah, it's, we've heard uh, of that one. Very positive. It's amazing. <laughs> I recommend it. I was going to put one in my bag. But... There you go, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to try that. I don't know if I can oh. open it with one wait, hand. Yeah. Wait, wait, You'll be very wait. happy yeah. with this. Let me, let me put some of this into your glass first so you can rinse it. So, uh, Rasse's master distiller <laughs> is about to enjoy some Glen Rennes <laughs> vodka. But how, so, how you've been distilling then for 45 years. 45 You look years. very young for a master distiller. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Seven to eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how long have you been distilling for? Uh, two years. Oh, okay, so I'm a master distiller as well, apparently. <laughs> oh, no, I just give myself that title. So. <laughs> I'm very I mean, excited. What is a master distiller at the end of the day? <laughs> I wish I had the paycheck to be called a master distiller. <laughs> uh, no, nobody makes that. What is your official title? Head distiller. Oh, head distiller. There you go. He's just silly head. That's tidy. Oh, I think my, <laughs> yeah. Favorite, yeah. my favorite one so far is someone called me... Operations chief, oh. and I just I love being called chief. Like, chief, that's nice. Yeah, like that. that is nice. Dive into that. How about head of operations and distillation? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm aiming for like some sort of like whiskey admiral. I don't know. Like, <laughs> admiral, you got the, the sideways triangular hat. Yeah. I just need to wear a hat. Yeah. 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 Me. Corporal, a whiskey corporal. Chapstick? And <laughs> the chapstick oh, application <laughs> mid-podcast. Phew. I'm addicted. Like father of the gin. And, um, this is also very nice. <laughs> oh, have you had the nice? gin? I've had the gin, yeah. See? You had the gin. See? Um, Can't believe you didn't bring the gin to malt stock, Megan. No, but the, my whole point was that it was Speyside and it was grain and, uh, okay. like, not June. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. to me, this is whiskey, Doesn't but not in a cast. Doesn't change the fact I want to taste it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you some. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah, but, no, I've had the gin before. I can't remember when, but <laughs> I remember it was, it was in a room. It was somewhere, but, yeah. <laughs> It's a good so, night when. This is good gin. And uh, it's supposed to blow your ego, but I was like, let's aim for that. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. No, it is, though, but it's clean. It's fresh. Mm. It's clean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Clean. Sorry. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for that, sir. An hour wasn't enough for you. And that was the master distiller at Russe saying how wonderful the Glen. Yeah, he's <laughs> the chief. The chief distiller. He's the at ma- master chief. <laughs> so it's very different from a handkerchief. Which is very different. Yeah, it is true. Um, so, all right. So, so now we've distilled it. You're bringing it down to 42% alcohol. Yes. There's, there's a bit of a... Uh, a, a dirty secret of some vodka producers where to achieve mouthfeel, they add glycerin. And you don't do that. Nothing is added right? post-distillation except okay. for water. But the water also 
of water comes from the hills. Like, it is literally, mm. like, I'm not going to, okay. <laughs> I lived in London for a while, mm-hmm. and I've had the same hairstylist for 10 years. Japanese man who lives in London, and I go down there now, and he's like, oh, my God, Megan, your hair is so healthy. It's so amazing. I'm like, it's the water. Like, seriously, the water is so different up there. Yeah. And the pH, like, it's so different. Uh-huh. And you can actually, t- you can taste it. And I, I mean, I didn't know, but I was like, yeah, all right. Your hair does look very it's nice, very, very healthy. <laughs> no, but that, that's a thing. It's huge, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm washing my hair in London, mm. and this is what I had an argument with a guy. I was like, yeah, you know, we have our organic, you know, gin and rye. And, and he's like, yeah, but you're putting London water into uh-huh. it afterwards, right? I'm like, mm, fair point. Oh, boy. And we can actually say, like, the entire state is organic. Mm. And if the water, okay, granted, the water's coming from the sky, but it's yeah. Scotland. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's clean, clean and sky. it's fresh yeah. and there's yeah, yeah, yeah. no pollution. And it's like... You can wake up in the morning and all I hear are the babbling brooks outside of, and a couple of sheep now and again, right? (laughs) Or an owl at night. But honestly, I don't sleep with earplugs. I keep my windows open. Oh, nice. It's just like this peaceful haven. (laughs) Honestly, it's amazing. Unlike London, unlike Thailand. No, Thailand was mental (laughs) and very, very hot. Like, I still like listening to you guys now. I, I'm totally like it weirds me out because I can envision myself sitting at the top yeah. of the pool, ten o'clock at night, like just wearing yeah. my bathing suit yeah. and listening to the podcast and just sitting there and staring into the sky. So yeah, and yet I have here that I am. visual in my head now too, which is great, and I do appreciate that. <laughs> Not that good, but you know what I mean. Like it was because yeah, yeah, it yeah. was there was only that was the only place that had air. Like up there at 39 degrees, 24-7. Just th- the air is thick, yes. hot, and heavy. So you don't find the Scottish Highlands too cold, too dreek, too miserable, too... I'm Canadian. Okay. I mean, I definitely can do cold. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm going to show you this only because right. it's like one of the, my most, it's my prized picture. Oh, oh look at that. So yeah. is that... Ben Rennes. That's Ben Rennes. And that's, that's my, that was my drive up from my house. And then I had a tractor that had to pull me up the rest of the way because I couldn't make it right. up in my car. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. So, no. So, so with, with Glenn Rennes, you're producing a vodka. You're producing a gin. Organic. Which, which we have not tasted. But you will. But uh, the, the master head chief, handkerchief distiller. The handkerchief distiller. Corporal. Uh, of Rasse has said really nice things, as as has Jess Lomas. Um, are you producing any aged spirits, or are you looking to just do clear, unaged spirits, period? No, there's there's other things in the... All right. All <laughs> there right. are other things... I have a lot of things in my head. It's not okay. necessarily what Alex wants to do, or like I'm. He's very open-minded, yeah. very keen, super cool guy. Again, I will. And, and I don't mean to minimize this. In, no, in, in no, 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 no. Yeah. No, I mean vodka is a. I mean it. It's an interesting thing that they wanted to go with vodka because it, it. I mean, it's not easy, right? Yep. Yeah. But I have to say, I have yet to meet a person. They every I'm gonna start I'm gonna do a montage because we go to these tastings and people are like, oh yeah I want to taste that like, can can we let you taste the vodka first? Um, no no yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm not a vodka person I'm like, bing, one, yeah. baba, I'm not really a vodka person and then the next step is like, oh wow uh-huh. like seriously they are yeah. completely yeah, yeah, blown yeah. away by the vodka yeah. it yep. blow it freaks me out how much these people and they're like. Yeah. Well, maybe now I am a vodka person, right? Just taking or I'm at least this vodka person, yeah. which yeah. is yeah. music Ex- to productions Ex- yours. Exactly. I'm this vodka person now. Yes. So, so texture aside, because there is flavor here, there's a fruitiness going on, albeit delicate. What do you think it is about your vodka that is getting people who say, I'm not a vodka person, to say, oh, wait a second, something special here? Like, what, think- what do you think it is? It's it's so it's smooth, right? Mm. Without being cliche, but it is his words. Smooth. No, his word it, of choice. Are you trying round. to anger me, Megan? No, that was just <laughs> sorry, but it is. Like it's it is there's no harshness. 
No, like, not at all. Think about like the fiery spirits that you've tried over yeah. the years, right? And, and things that you've tried in cast that need Cheers. to spend a little bit more time. But oh, can you add a little bit to mine? Just going to add it to my whiskey. Oh, there. look at that! A little bit of a well, yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. Oh, I like that. But you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's round. It's not harsh. People people think about drinking vodka. That's a bit right. Yes, very much so. Like and hangover juice. We got. Hello, love. Oh, you want to share some <laughs> So the Israeli group at <laughs> the next table are now no. jumping in. Tomer's here from Milk and Honey. Tomer, you need to try this. You're an open-minded That's fella. That's why he looked familiar. Okay. I'll bring my glass. There it is. You're about to try the most... Yeah, man. Organic. Organic. Space vodka. <laughs> Okay. So, you were you were saying what what people are drawn to? It's it's a, it's a smoothness, it's a roundness. There's a soft quality. There's no spiky. To it. It's not yeah. like you can actually sip that. This is this is yeah. like the ultimate schnapps. It's yeah, the best yeah, yeah. eau de vie you're going to have. Yeah. And people come like these cultures that drink this. Like you want this is not a mixing, but it goes great in our cocktails. You drink it alone, yeah. You can sip that, and you chill it. We have a, a serve that was um, actually built for us with a company called Scotching Limon in London, and it is a scone with clotted cream and blackberry jam. I'm and so hungry right now. Take that. Sounds delicious. You freeze this. Put this in the freezer. Right. You have. I'm, we use Riedel, like the Riedel glasses, the Riedel cognac glasses. Yeah. So you take that, pour the frozen vodka into. It has to be a Riedel glass, otherwise it doesn't taste the same. Yeah. <laughs> plug, plug. And then. Isn't it delicious? It's so good. <laughs> yeah. You have to try it seriously. Wow. That's. Yeah. There we go. They're just hearing the See? same words. Smooth, smooth, nice. Oh, oh gosh, it's the word smooth, smooth is killing nice. me. But I heard smooth mentioned this many times in one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Rotom said. <laughs> smooth is good for vodka. Yes. 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 Smooth, smooth be clean, good for vodka, fresh. For vodka. Yeah, yeah. But tasty, though. Still yeah, with a really, nice... Yeah. Like, the thing for us when we're tasting new make spirit is being able to taste the grain presence in that. Mm. And so to have this vodka in front of us is to taste the grain presence in it. Yeah. Not yeah. just to have the alcohol, the buzz, the burn, as you were yeah. just saying, but to have flavors coming through. That's why I think you should try the Waterford new make. Okay. Really? That was I lo- we love new make. We're good. new make guys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gonna have to talk. All right, so we need to find yeah, it. Megan Sorry, comes on to talk. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, eight lands and starts talking about Waterford. No, but so. that stood out for me. And again, I suppose like these, yeah. Okay. Anyways. Did you have the Racine you make? Did I have the Racine? Yeah, I did, the Racine I did, I did have the Racine. I'm sure that I had it. Just I sitting next to you for all those minutes. I tried the Waterford. <laughs> <laughs> I did try the Racine you make. Okay. Okay. Um, can you quickly, or maybe not quickly, talk to us about. Well, two things. So, I'm looking at your label. Yes. And eight lands, big, large font. Yep. Sans serif. Yep. With Glenrinus Distillery as sort of the understated um, aspect of the element, uh, of the, sorry, the understated aspect of the label. But I'm curious, where does eight lands come from? From the top of Benrinus, because mm-hmm. this is nothing but, like, if, have you walked up Benrinus? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The next time you come to Speyside, take some time, come to the distillery, and walk up there. So you need two hours and a lot of, like... You, you had me at take some time. Yeah. It's the yeah, one like thing we don't have. I know. But it's two hours, right? But you should make time oh, for it. Yeah. You yeah. should make time for it. So if you go to the top of Ben Rennes, you can you overlook eight separate historical counties. And oh. I have the names of them in here, but I can't find them. Okay. So I won't, I won't. I will send them to you at some That's point. Okay. But okay. I want to actually also show you a photograph of what it looks looks like at the top of Ben Rennes, because it's freakishly beautiful. But keep talking. Keep asking questions. Hmm. No, questions. I, mm, I, I wondered questions. why you had the Waterford Distillery card in your wallet, and now I understand I know, why. I know, but it's so. <laughs> it's so good. Is this so good? Like, more please, just send this straight to my address. Honestly, what do you like about it? What, what do you I don't know. The first new make that I tried of theirs, it was, it was totally. I don't. I know you don't like the word smooth, but it's. It was. <laughs> it was round and like fruity, and it was 
fucking delicious. Like, yeah, seriously, yeah, 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 yeah. delicious. Yeah. And then we tried a couple of other things. And then I also tried an, or like, because there was one biodynamic uh, whiskey that he was showing there as well. And then I tried a, an organic one at the end. But the new make, and even Tatsuya, I was like, I actually prefer the new make to, to, to what had been aged. Wow. Because the aged, the aged component kind of, it, it added a bit of roughness to it, you know, from the wood. Mm. But the new make was just like, it was like drinking this. And but okay. like super floral and oh it was beautiful beautiful okay yeah how do, how do you want to get out I've got two questions here first off time is fleeting obviously you are you have distribution in Scotland you all of UK well I, I mean I work with Master of Malt at the moment okay and just because oh, okay it was yeah, like no, a, a point of it. entry and they're yeah. it's a good friend of mine so okay are you what are the plans do you have capacity to uh, look at other export markets? This distillery is, yeah. we can do so much with it. Wow. So we have our own bottling line, everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, wow. I mean, right what now it's just capacity? the two of us. 240,000 bottles, I believe, if I'm not misquoting that at the moment, but okay. is what it's That's just healthy. meant to go. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. So it's not a tiny, it's not a craft distillery at all. No, it is, no. It was built, purpose built. But, you know, we're doing our thing, and it's just the two of us, the two of us, like Canadians, and then Alex, who's the founder. Huh. So two Canadians. Two small Canadians. And yeah. then Alex is Scottish? Scottish, well, Scottish, English, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, his family is up, they live up there. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay, okay. So, having listened to the podcast, so there's going to be two things. Yeah. But having listened to the podcast, you know that we always ask our guests if they have a misconception that they oh. wish to share. And you're the first oh. person we've interviewed about vodka. So wow. you can literally have any misconception about yes. vodka that you want. Well, I suppose it, I mean, it would be the, like the main, like what is, what is the main ingredient of vodka? Like you said, did you uh, say potatoes? Okay. No, I just asked you what the recipe oh, was because okay. I've so never known a vodka yeah. recipe. So that's something to do with Russia, it. right? Yeah. Yeah, right, right. That it's only made in Russia? It's only made in Russia <laughs> by potato potatoes. skins. Yeah. No, potato I think the main skins. ingredient yeah. is probably one of the biggest things, one of the biggest misconceptions. Okay. Do you think a lot of people assume it's potatoes and yes. they don't know that it could be grain-based? Yes. Interesting. But, I mean, most of the vodka is actually grain-based. Wow. As opposed okay. to potatoes. Does the base grain or potato or whatever... Do you think that makes a big difference on what the final product is going to be? Personally, I believe yes, because I did a bit of an experiment with different types of vodkas that were made. Like rye, I'm a huge fan yes. of rye, whether it's yeah. whiskey yes. or vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I know that there's a difference, 100%. Wow. So, but also you're talking about the way it's distilled and what happens. But yeah. potatoes, yeah, yeah. like I actually asked a fairly big, formerly craft distiller, I was trying to ascertain in the old days, like how how do you make mm. vodka from potatoes? Because potato is just a big chunk of starch, yep. right? So yep. in Japan, when I was making sake, we had to add, you know, koji, right? Yeah, yep. of course. Yep. And create those enzymes so that it would convert the starches yeah. to sugars. Yep. So I was like, well, what what do you do to a potato then? He wouldn't answer. But oh. I have to assume. I have to assume it's enzymes. Like yeah, what else would you do? Be, yeah. Right. Something's so. got to kick it off. Exactly. So this blows my mind. So you were talking about being starting a distillery in London. You talked about being in. Did I, you? I worked. Yes. You worked. Yeah. Okay. I worked at a distillery in London. You talked a bit about the wine trade. And now you've just inserted <laughs> sake in and brewing sake. In the misconception. So that there is, you things. have a history to you. I have a history of fermentation and distillation. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Where did that come from? Where did your love, what was that spark for you? I don't know. I've always been interested. Like in my early 20s, I remember asking a friend of mine, like, I didn't so know last what week? Cabernet, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, what Cabernet Sauvignon was. Like, I didn't know what that was, mm. right? Mm -hmm. In that de that time. Yep. So that's where it began. Okay. And then I got into Belgian beer. I was working at a great restaurant in Victoria called the Brasserie L'Ecole. And it was predominantly funky wines and Belgian beer. So I got into Belgian beer. I was like, wow, like this is so interesting. And like the production of it, just yeah. doing my own study. And then I started, you know, working in in England and looking at whiskey and yeah. understanding how that was made and it was just like this whole evolution 
and that was it. Like I just wow. became enthralled. Yeah. yeah. And then I moved yeah. to Japan, and I was the second time. It was the second time I moved to Japan where I made sake. So. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, amazing. So cool. Yeah. I love it. You just have this history up your sleeve. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that you don't even re- reveal just, chronologically. She's just throwing little breadcrumbs um, out here. Exactly. It, I've tried to do, I'm actually going to write it down because yeah. it's difficult. It's yeah. difficult yeah. to keep track. Oh, it's absolutely yeah. fascinating. Chronologically, anyways. But. Oh, it, it's been an, an absolute pleasure, We're not done, Jason. So, we well, just had the misconception. Yeah, but we're not done, Jason. <laughs> Let me wrap it up and then you can ask whoever you can. Amateur, go on. Slide it in wherever no. you want. So before J- excuse before me. Jason wraps it up. Before Jason wraps it up. <laughs> so something we've started asking people. This is Joshua's new thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is my new thing. Okay. That's <laughs> why Jason was wrapping up too early. Let, yeah, okay. This is Joshua's thing. Right. Let me slip this in. Okay, here we go. So. Slip it. What? <laughs> How we talk. Easy now. God. Paging human resources. Paging human resources. <laughs> I would love to know. What's your favorite joke? Tell me your favorite, my favorite joke. Joke. Yeah. What's your favorite joke? Oh my you had God. one joke to tell people. What is it? Right. Like everybody has their karaoke, no. their go-to karaoke song. Everybody has their go-to joke. <laughs> let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. No. No. Shush. Let me um, break the ice. Okay, yeah. Because honestly, tell, I cannot remember telling a joke. I will. I will tell you. <laughs> like my, I will tell years. you my wife's favorite joke. Okay. So my wife says, a pirate walks into a bar. Yeah. And he saddles up to a bar, and the bartender notices him and notices that the pirate has a ship's steering wheel in his, stuck in his pants. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and the, the pirate says, Here, I would like a nice ale, please. And the, the bartender says, Yeah, no, not a problem, sir. So he pours him an ale and he gives him the ale and says, Sir, I don't know if you knew this, but did you know you have a ship's steering wheel in your pants? <laughs> he says, Aye, it drives me nuts. <laughs> okay. Get it? it drives me yeah, nuts. I get That's it. my. So. Honestly? It could be stupid. It could be ridiculous. I cannot remember. Like, I honestly don't remember the last time I told an actual joke. I tell stories, but I don't tell, like, I don't. You don't tell jokes? I don't tell jokes. Let's do this. Tell us your favorite story. What's your go-to story to tell? I know, but now you're putting me on the spot because I was telling a story the other day, and now I was trying to conjure it up in my head, but I can't now. I have a lot of really good stories, but I, now that I've been put under pressure, I I have no idea. <laughs> the segment may, no. may not work. Yeah. So we're going to have to tell people when we start the interview, we're going to close this by asking you your favorite story or your favorite yeah. joke. Because you have to, like... So oh, I do have a good story. Yeah, like, you can totally yeah, edit yeah, this. Yeah, but it was it. one of yeah. my whiskey stories where I was working at Oddbins in a place called Ascot in England, which is a very, you know, apparently posh place. Foie, foie, foie. And I was standing there with my manager at the desk and I had just been sent up here. No, sorry, sorry. Scotland, Speyside. I yeah. just been. I forgot that I was in that. <laughs> I forgot we were in Holland. I've just been up to Speyside to visit like the likes of Tatsia and like all yeah, these different sure. distilleries up there. So I'm sitting at the desk, and a man comes in, and he says, and "It's my male counterpart, manager." And he says, "I'm looking for a reasonably priced whiskey. I don't want to spend a huge amount of money, but I want it to taste really, really good." So I said. Why don't you try the ten, the Glenn Farkless ten year old? And he goes, and he ignored me. Like it was like it wasn't there. He completely blanked me. Mm, wow. And then Nick says to him, "Ooh, I can, you know, why don't you try this Royal Lochnagar?" Uh. And then I kind of like puffed my chest up a bit. And I was like, "Why don't you try the Glenn Farkless ten year old?" Again, completely ignored me. And I thought, "Yeah, we're not to swear on this, right?" Yes, you, you've heard it. Yeah. Okay. So I said, "How about this? Why don't I take this?" guys, Royal Lochnagar, and my Glenn Farkless 10-year-old, I'm going to go in the back, I'm going to pour it into glasses, and you're going to fucking tell me what you like. Nice. Right? So I come back, I put it in front of him, he tastes it. Which one do you think he Glenn picked? Farkless. Glenn Farkless. No doubt about it. Boom. 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 No, well but seriously. Yeah. And then from then on, he came to me to ask for whiskey. There you go. But it was that kind of thing where it completely blanked. Beautiful. And I love that story because it's... Is that know, constant... I mean, it's just as being a, being a woman in the industry, is that just, like, fucking never-ending? Absolutely never-ending. Yeah. I mean, now, totally different. Like, look at the oh, women is. in the okay. industry now. Yeah. I know, there it's are better, yeah. There are women, like, 
well, I'm meeting this young woman in Speyside, Jess, yes. right? Yes. I mean, right. brand spanking, like, I, all of these women now that are in the industry, young, like, she's young. Yes, she right? is. Yeah. And they're everywhere. Yeah. Where I honestly, I mean, I think women were out there. Yeah. Rachel Berry, yep. like, she's yeah, got right. to be yep. at least my age, if not older. Yep. And tons of other women yep. who have been in the industry for like 30, 40 years, but you never hear about yep. them. Yep. They don't exist. Yep. But yes, yeah. it has been. We're asking them for interviews. It's not always easy to get them to speak on the microphone. We'll get them to do it. We are trying. But there's so. lots of women out there who will speak. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, speaking of, yeah. thank yeah. you ever so much, thank Megan. Thank you so much. Thank really you for all of your support. And yeah. you're like, and thank you for teaching us. me so much. Like, if it wasn't for you, I would not have met Graham and oh, Ian right. and no. all of those amazing space no. Idians well, that, that I now call my friends. Well, uh, now we've got a dingle cool. connection through Graham Cool, so we'll be hitting them up in Ireland. Ireland now. Well, there's another so. Irish place that you might want to talk to, perhaps, <laughs> maybe. Oh, really? You right. didn't hear it here. Thanks Watch a million, me again. <laughs> All right. Thanks ever so much. Cheers. Cheers. Going on. Gosh. Oh my That's God. That's a busy time.